place for ideas, a place for feelings, a place for life. Listen closely. I'm reading here from Rachel Carson's book, The Sea Around Us. From Genesis. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Beginnings are apt to be shadowy, and so it is with the beginnings of that great mother of life, the sea. Many people have debated how and when the earth got its ocean, and it is not surprising that their explanations do not always agree. For the plain and inescapable truth is that no one was there to see, and in the absence of eyewitness accounts, there is bound to be a certain amount of disagreement. So if I tell here the story of how the young planet Earth acquired an ocean, it must be a story pieced together from many sources and containing whole chapters, the details of which we can only imagine. Outside the chart room in Crescent City, California, right on the harbor. Well, I don't know those pictures you sent. I mean, it looked really blustery and cold and blue. This is a nice little spot. Mm-hmm. It's the only building on this whole stretch. 
like this far out. Yeah. Yeah, we can drive down there. This guy's surfing. These two are like eyeing it. They don't know if they want to go yet. Yeah, I mean, actually, I mean, it actually wasn't too bad out. I mean, it wasn't raining. It was just very. It was like a combination of that kind of just coastal fog and then just having a an overcast day. I can kind of see that. Yeah. As we drove around Crescent City for a little bit, and there's kind of this nice spot that you can see the. Uh, lighthouse that's on the island um we kind of sat there as we waited for a little bit for our because we just ordered some fish and chips to carry out so as we were waiting we just kind of hung out there and watched the ocean and big old waves and like some sea lion island things that they put up like in newport where they're kind of like little flotillas that the sea lions sit on and, yeah so they had some of those and there were a bunch um just kind of sunbathing in the very cloudy yeah. day <laughs> Um, Were they noisy? Yep, as usual. And then there's actually a, a part kind of on the pier area that you can actually walk within like three or four feet of them. They're chilling out. These are sea lions on the pier. There's a handful of little floating islands that they hop on and sunbathe. Right now, two of them are fighting at each other, throwing their necks at each other, trying to push each other off, kind of like sumo wrestlers on islands, I guess. Would you just like to be closer to the ocean, broad, kind of more broadly? I mean, yeah, I guess so, but that's not, you know, the, I don't know, that wouldn't be, like, the big criteria. I, I don't know. I guess just, uh, I mean, yeah, if you didn't retire, why not look at an ocean? <laughs> you know, if you're going to retire, why not have a fabulous view? Have you liked being closer um, to the ocean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, absolutely. I think after 30, 30 some years in Colorado, I'm looking at lots. For 30 some years, yeah, I, I, I like having ocean close by. Cheap. Cheap, cheap. Yeah, what, what is it that you. I was kind of thinking about this as we were driving because I don't know exactly why I like the ocean so much. Maybe it's just because... Um, because it's the ocean. <laughs> yeah, because we're kind of like movies and music and everything kind of romanticizes it, I guess. Alec, no, you gotta stop that. One. It was just one. I don't know. I mean, after you know, growing up in the Midwest, except for two years in New York, but otherwise, growing up in the Midwest and then in Colorado, and, and you know, oceans were always 
you know, so far away, you know, it just wasn't even, you know, and, and so now it's like, oh, it's just, it's here. It's like an hour west, and I can see ocean, you know, it's just like, ooh. You know, but I mean, it is just compelling. I mean, you just sit there and watch the waves, and it's just soothing, and it's, it's hypnotic, and it's just, uh, I, I don't know, maybe I guess just because for having lived almost all of my life, not even close to an ocean, it's, uh, yeah. When you lived in New York, was that probably the first time that you saw the ocean? Because, I mean, before then, I mean, like in Michigan, and then I guess maybe in, um, I don't know, because you were in New York after Michigan, right? Yeah, I, uh... Is that, like, probably the first time you saw the ocean? When I was about five and a half. And then um, we were there for two years on Long Island. I was thinking about this the other day, and it's like, okay, Long Island is like, hop, skipping. I mean, you, I don't remember even once going to the beach or going to the ocean. And I'm like, it's right there. Long Island I mean, is like, an island in the ocean. <laughs> yes. It is. It's in the ocean. I'm like, the beach was probably a couple miles from our house. And I don't remember even one time going, I mean, maybe we did and I just don't remember. But I I do not remember even once going to the beach. Hmm. And I mean, it was right there. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, something I wish I'd asked my sister or mom and dad before they passed. I, I, I don't remember. I don't know if it was just, you know, dad was in the city, and so he took the train into the city every day. And then, uh, you know, maybe it was just, you know, on the weekends he wanted to relax, but I would think going to the beach would be relaxing. But maybe it was just too much effort to pile all the stuff and pack up lunch and, and, you know, drag the blankets and, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was just too much of a, I mean, I know he played golf on the weekends. He played, that was his sort of unwind and relax. That was his way to relax and unwind. And almost every week he'd play golf on either Saturday. You know, probably with Saturdays, you know, because on Sundays we went to, most Sundays we went to church. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't know why. Because I kept looking at a map, and it's like, oh my gosh, we were spitting distance from the beach. Why, from you know, water? Why did we not go? I, I, I'm just baffled. I mean, you know, when you're five, six, seven, I mean, you remember your block, your street, your little friends that you hung out with, your school, the playground, you know. But on a on a bigger scale, you know, I don't remember the town of Long Island. I don't remember uh, really anything about that area or, you know, because, you know, when you're that age, I mean, your little world is pretty small. I was probably around that same age and also don't really remember it. I think, would it have been the time that uh, you and Daddy and son went to California and went to Disneyland and all that? 
That must have been, yeah. Out of my family, that's definitely not. Yeah, I don't really remember. I was trying to think of what what all we did, going to the beach and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the beach. Yeah, I dug with a hole in the beach and buried you in it. Remember that? I, that sounds vaguely. I had before you'd said that I probably couldn't have remembered it, but now that you mention it, it does sound yeah, pretty familiar. Dug a big hole. You crawled in it, and with just your head sticking out, so we took off. Got all the pictures on that. And then I went to Disneyland the next day. That's when you got very mad at me because we had to leave. <laughs> Put you, in the, put you in the car, walked around to get in to drive away. You were already asleep, but you were very mad at me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Hung on to it. <laughs> and, until the water park the next day, and then you, then you had a lot of fun. So, okay, I guess, Dad, you're not that bad. <laughs> Forgave pretty quickly after the water park. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I was even trying to think of what my earliest memory was. And I was like, I don't even know if that's, I think I kind of, it's kind of like those things where you remember kind of just, you remember kind of the pictures of it. Like you don't remember really doing anything, just like what the thing yeah. looked like and the scenery and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. sites now, once you get a full-time job, you don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I thought you could. I bring your time down. Yeah, I guess I'm going to at least work 30 hours a week. For me, it's just... like 50 or 60, <laughs> but... <laughs> It is an endless, inexorable process that has never stopped. The dissolving of the rocks, the leaching out of their contained minerals, the carrying of the rock fragments and dissolved minerals to the ocean. And over the eons of time, the sea has grown ever more bitter with the salt of the continents. Remember. But when you think back on your memories, what's the very first thing you can remember? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I kind of remember remembering about things. So just kind of like feeling like I should remember something or like, oh, I remember that one friend I had in elementary school and I can like very vaguely remember maybe what his house looked like or like what the preschool looked like. I definitely remember what the preschool looked like. I remember that. Um, Cause they're, they're kind of like things that you can remember sometimes. And it's, it's like you're remembering it, but you're most likely just remembering the last time you remembered it. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, sometimes I wonder if, if I'm actually remembering 
actually recalling the memory of it. If it's just I've seen pictures of it, and it's the picture of that, having heard the stories of it, about it. You know, or am I uh, am I just remembering what I've heard and seen about it, or did am I actually remembering the actual memory of it as it was happening? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. The very first thing I can remember, uh, I remember two things. When we lived in Michigan, and the name of that little cookie cutter house there, it was like, you know, back in the day when they had those low houses, the little brick cutter houses, where everyone looked like, just like the one next to it, but maybe this window would be different, or maybe there was a peak on that roof, and yeah, most of them, their roof was straight. But otherwise, they would literally were like streets and streets of these cookie cutter little, probably two-bedroom brick starter houses. And uh, I have this very vague memory of, of, it had a basement. And I remember standing at the top of the stairs and looking down the stairs to the basement, and I remember the floor that was the old linoleum square tiles. And it was like a, a white tile in the middle, and then there was like a square of green tiles around it. And then next to it, it was the reverse. It was a green tile in the middle with a square of, you know, however many, six, whatever, to, to make the square around it. And I remember I just had this image in my mind of standing at the top of the basement stairs, looking down at the basement, and seeing that green and white tile floor. And Grandpa had these big storage cabinets in the basement. Um, and I remember he used to put, you know, tools and whatever all in there. And I, I remember looking down, down the stairs, seeing the green and white floor and this can, like, floor to almost ceiling storage cabinet. That's one thing. And I, I remember that house had a pink bathroom. I think it was pink tile, you know, back in the day. But it was pink, pink tile, pink thing, pink, you know. And I, I think I remember roller skating in the living room. And Grandma being so mad because we weren't supposed to. I was being naughty. We weren't. Of course, the roller skates were supposed to be outside, but I decided I wanted a roller skate, so I strapped them on and skated across the living room. And, and Grandma was not happy about that. I'm sure because she didn't want the carpet wet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I don't have any memory of myself of being there or. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the feeling that, where it's kind of like, I think I remember being there, or is it just like remembering what you think you should be remembering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know the pictures, but I don't have any recollections of any events or anything that happened at the lake myself. You know, I was mm-hmm. little. Um, I can... I can pull the picture in my mind right now, but that's just from having seen it in the photo book. Anyway, I don't know how I got off on that Ms. Carson maintains that the balance of nature is a major force in the survival of man, whereas the modern chemist, the modern biologist, the modern scientist believes that man is steadily controlling nature. Now, uh, to these people, apparently, the, the balance of nature was something that was uh, repealed as soon as man came on the scene. 
Well, you might just as well assume that you could repeal the, the law of gravity. The balance of nature is built of a series of interrelationships between living things and between living things and their environment. You can't just step in with some brute force and change one thing without changing a good many others. Now, this doesn't mean, of course, that we must never interfere, that we must not attempt to tilt that balance of nature in our favor. But unless we do bring these chemicals under better control, we are certainly headed for disaster.